time to stop streaming and start building multiple streams of income. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We might as well be under construction together. Welcome to Under Construction with your girl Tamar Braxton. Y'all listen, don't make fun of me. My allergies are killing me. I'm in the DMV. Everybody who's been here before know the pollen is on another level. Baby. And your girl got caught in the matrix. But that's okay. You can listen around that. Because we still got some good stuff to talk about. Alright? But now look. I don't know about y'all. But I'm starting to feel like this year is moving at the speed of light. Right? Like for real though. Has anybody else looked at their vision boards from the top of the year and been like, Yo! Where has the time gone? Like, there's no more room for any type of procrastination. So for the next four weeks, we're going to be each other's accountability partners, okay? Are y'all with me? All right, I done showed up today. I sound crazy. Trust me, I look nuts. But guess what? I'm here. So we're going to show up anyway. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. I want you to write your goal for the week. Now, you can write it in your planner. You can type it in your notes on your phone or just write it out in a notebook. It doesn't really matter to me as long as you get your goals out of your head and onto something you can visually see. Then, I want you to give yourself a realistic amount of time to complete the goal. Like, is it going to take you like two days or the whole week to complete? Or do you need a few hours to figure it out? And then, like, once you've identified your deadline, y'all, let's actually schedule it on our calendars. Trust me, it really does work. It does put the pressure on. It makes you put the pedal to the metal and move and focus on your goal. Okay, so then, last but not least, determine an appropriate reward for completing the task. Now, this last phase is something that I know most of us forget to do, but y'all, you have to acknowledge your efforts. No matter how big or small the goal might be, acknowledge your effort, okay? Okay, so for the next four weeks, This is what you should be doing. One, identifying a weekly goal. Two, writing the goal down. Okay. Three, set a realistic deadline for the task to be completed. Four, schedule the task on your calendar. And five, identify an appropriate reward for the task. Y'all, you got to give yourself a pat on the back. Okay. It's nothing wrong with that. All right, everybody. Don't leave me hanging. We got this because we got each other, right? I showed up today. I sound crazy. We doing this anyway. No matter what your excuses are, we're going to be doing this together. Okay? Well, this is the perfect segue into our affirmation of the week. Everybody get ready because this one is coming right out of the good book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 18. Now, the New International Version says, forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now, y'all, ain't that a word? Even if we just look at what we were just talking about. Like, forget we didn't do it yesterday or the day before that. Like, today, we are doing a new thing. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. We are holding ourselves accountable, y'all. So, whatever it is, you want more love, I don't even want to discuss that. All right? Start doing a new thing to get it and keep it. But like I said, we're not even going to discuss that when it comes to me. Yes, I didn't make that about me. You want more money? Start doing things that you haven't been doing to keep your money or to get you some. You want to live out your dreams? Start doing something that you ain't never done before. 
Work towards your dreams. Okay? Exit the naysayers. Okay? Get focused. All right? Jump on the bandwagon. Of, uh, I'm not stopping until my dreams are fulfilled. All right? And at the end of the day, here's what I feel like the word is telling us. Oh, I need to just for myself today. Stop beating yourself up over what you didn't do yesterday or last week or even last year. Y'all, today is a new day, a new opportunity to do a new thing. So what's it going to be? How you going to use this gift of life or how you going to use these gifts that God has given you? This gift of another 24 hours. That's a real gift, ladies and gentlemen. All right. You ready? You ready to say it all together? You got your seatbelt on? Because somebody might catch the ghost. I can feel it. All right. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. <laughs> Baby, that blessed me still. Like for real. Let folks look at you sideways. Talk about you if they have to because they're going to. Just so you know. But don't you stop. You keep morphing into your best self. Because whether you're doing good or you're doing bad, they're going to talk about you anyway. Alright? And know in your heart that you're going to get there by doing a new thing. Amen? And amen. Now see, this was for somebody. That somebody was me. Alright, today on Tamar Takes, we're talking about the power of change. There's a quote that I recently read that said, the only thing that's constant in the world is change. Now, I know I've heard this saying before, but this time it really resonated with me. Over the past year, I can truly say that your girl Tay-Tay has changed. Praise God. Yes, I have. Like really, 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 really changed. However, what I realize is that if people around you aren't willing to see or acknowledge the change in you, then you might just have to walk away and go ahead and cut them ties right now. Now, this is just me keeping it a thou thought with you right now. Like, I know some of y'all going to say, well, you can't be that way towards family. Ha! That's the main people you better be that way to. Because what you're not going to do is enslave me to my toxic ass family and tell me I got to be around these toxic people because we share the same blood. I know you lie. I know that's the trick of the enemy. I know that's bondage. <laughs> you better recognize what that is. Okay. Now, no one should ever jeopardize their peace, especially if you've been consistently working on being your better self. Yes, I had to break it down like that because some of y'all don't hear me, though. Yeah, some of y'all stop listening when I say leave your damn toxic ass family alone. Yeah, I'm going to say it. You want me to get specific? Leave your toxic ass mama alone. Yep, who always got something to say about the changes that you making. Who always got something, not just to say, because you know, I, this is what mothers do. But how about always something negative? Can they ever point out the positive? When you talk about the negative things that you don't like about me, can you at least point out one or two positive things that I'm doing in my life? If somebody not doing that and speaking positively over you, they are toxic and they must go. Mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, whoever. Your child, they got to go. Period. Because you're never going to elevate to your best self. And this is what we're here for, right? We're under construction, right? Oh, no. We're going up and up and up and up. At least I am. Don't catch me in the same place I'm in right now. Next year, I will not be here. Absent. Okay? 
Now, for those of us who really turned from our wicked ways, some of us say they did, and we already know that they're still there, okay? It's so unfortunate that so many of us will miss out on a good thing because we don't really truly believe that people can change. Oh my God, that is judgment. Who are you to judge somebody? People can change. Stay in your own lane. Oh my God. Who y'all gonna work on my nerves today? Or oh, I'm gonna work on my nerves today with this word. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm a living witness that change is possible, okay? And if you know someone who struggles with addiction or just broken right now, don't stop praying for them. Don't even give up on them. And more importantly, when they say they change, oh my God, don't be so quick to doubt them. At least give them the benefit of the doubt. Stop being God. You're not the judge of all of us, okay? Judge yourself. At least they deserve that, don't you think? Yes, I do. Well, you already know how Tamar Takes goes. These are just my thoughts, all of my thoughts, on random and, you know, thought-provoking ideas that matter most to me. And if you disagree with anything that I've shared, it's cool with me. We all have the right to our opinions, right? But listen, I'd love to hear your points of view. So just hit your girl up at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to keep it a thou Hey, man, it is all me. All right, everybody, it's time to tap into that Keeping It A Thou Thou inbox and pull out a few questions for you, girl Tay Tay. Let's see what we got today. Hit it, Angel. All right, so I keep hearing little teases about new music coming from Tay. Got it. Can you please confirm or deny these rumors? And if it's a confirmation, will I be able to have a hot girl summer while rocking some of Tamar Rexton hits? Nope. Twerk the Megan, everybody. City girls. Little baby. You know, the baby. You got enough twerking people to twerk to. That's not what we're going to be doing first, okay? Now, everybody knows that I just, you know, got a new deal where RCA Inspirational, and we're going to be doing us an inspirational record for the Saints and for the people that's been under construction because I don't believe in just jumping out the bandwagon and just jumping into a pair of twerking shorts and twerking and not acknowledging where you have come from, Okay. So first we're going to start there, and then we'll twerk. All right. <laughs> what else we got, Angel? So my partner and I have been seeing each other for about a year. We've discussed moving in together, but he really wants a dog. And I am not a dog lover, or nor am I dog literate. How is this going to work? Because he is adamant, and I'm afraid it might end our relationship. Okay, so there's two things. Number one, if you think the dog's going to ruin your relationship, then that's not the person for you. One. Two, compromise. First of all, we get married. You can have whatever you want. We ain't just going to be shacking and, and you got me on my back busting and dusting as long as you want to. We ain't finna do that. Who? what's the name of that? Why are we doing that for? And and so you move in with him and he get his dog. He got what he want. Did you get what you want? I don't want to get married. That's the ignorant stuff you get ready to say now, right? I don't want that. I don't want to get married, Harry. Why? Why you don't want somebody to confess to the world and to God that they love you and they're going to be down for you? Huh? In front of your family and friends. What's wrong with that? If you don't get a dog together, you can sure get a certificate in a ring together. Amen. I'm just saying, listen, I wish I ain't let people hump and pump on me to, as long as they did without putting a ring on it. Okay? Why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? Hello? That's just like, oh, go ahead on to keep on disrespecting me. Okay? You don't have to hold me to no high regard because, you know, I'm just your lay partner. Excuse me? Excuse me? 
It's a big no for me. They ain't gonna like me after this one. I really hope that you all find value in my responses. And if you want me to answer a question for you, I would love to offer my insight. Just shoot your girl a note to you see with Tamar at gmail.com. That's the letters you see with Tamar at gmail.com. Look, I don't have all the answers, y'all, but you can count on me to always keep it a thou thou. Up next, we're going into the blueprint. This, this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Now, throughout the pandemic, launching a new business became a fad. Whether it was because people had so much extra time on their hands or their desire to acquire some of the PPP money the government was providing to actually assist legit businesses in need. Whatever the reason was, business ownership is no joke, y'all. It's not for the faint of heart. And entrepreneurship just isn't for everybody. But for some of us, the thrill of taking risks and betting 100% on ourselves is in our veins. And I can pretty much assure you that our guest, Miss Skittles, a branding guru, was built for serial business ownership. I'm so excited to have her talk with us about how she successfully created multiple streams of income and what she had to go through to make it happen. Welcome to Under Construction, my girl, Miss Skittles. Miss Mary. Okay, okay. I have to stop myself. I'm calling you Miss Mary because we're recording and your name is Skittles. Everybody knows you as Skittles. I know you as Miss Mary because I love and respect you so much. And like for me, Miss Mary just sounds like so bossed up. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally fine. I actually don't mind what people call me. Like that's one thing that never bothered me. So people call me Mary. Girl, I I close a six-figure deal and they call me Sprinkles the whole time. So I don't care what you call me. Just get it right on the bank statements, okay? Get it right on the bank statements and I can attest everybody... My girl, Miss Mary, had helped me level up. So, you know, I've been bringing you guys like people that are close to me and people that have like changed my life, you know, in the positive, in a positive way and in the elevation bossed up way. And this is somebody who I truly love and fell in love with the first conversation (laughs) and respect and everybody get your pen and paper level up. It's Miss Skittles, baby. Oh my God. Thank you, Tamar. I'm literally smiling from the other side. I wish I could hug you right now. Thank you so much. You guys, this is my business partner on, oh my God, you grow, you grow girl. And, (laughs) and she literally took something that I always wanted to do and didn't know how to do and turn it into a real bona fide business. Yes. In nine days. Don't mention that. Day, oh my God, I forgot that it only took nine days. And guys, it's me. I just want everybody to know it's me. It's not her who's holding everything up. It is me. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting it together. But I, I didn't want you guys to miss out on an opportunity to know who this person is and to level up and to go to her. What do you call them? Our <laughs> virtual classes. Her virtual classes. Her conferences. And her also- conferences. Y'all, she be on private planes. Like she be, listen. Her look, her conferences for y'all leveled up, bossed up chicks and males too, because her man, her man is bossed up too. They seminars be lit. Okay, I know you think you can't fly on no private plane. You think you can't do this. You think you can't do that. That's not true, y'all. She shows you. She gives you the blueprint. That's why she's on the blueprint today. Okay? Yes, absolutely. Because you know what? 
I always remember and people be like, oh my God, you're so humble. You have everything. Honestly, I don't have everything. I try to hang around people that have more than me so I can always be inspired. And then also I remember what it was like. Tamar, I was just talking to my staff just eight years ago. I moved to Atlanta and was driving a Honda Tucson. Okay. Like dreams are real, you know, like believing in yourself is real. So I try when people are around me, I try to pour so much into them that they can never leave empty. So girls that are on my jets that are in these $20 million villas that we stay in, I want them to know that this could be your life. Like, but you got to focus and you got to believe in yourself. And you got to also put your money where your mouth is because a lot of people don't talk about that either. Which is me. And, and in my case, here is the thing. I am not a gambler. I hate gambling. I hate losing. And a lot of people think my situation is different than what it actually is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a real hardcore single mother. And it's so hard for me. Like, I'm just really starting to bet on myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so how do you talk to women like me who is a single mother, do count every penny, and it's hard to invest in themselves for the outcome that you know that that they can see because the truth is she told me to bet on myself put my money where my mouth is and I did and I won and I'm still scared yes <laughs> the crazy thing about it you know what is I always tell my women that are single moms or just don't believe in themselves so yeah. you will go and get a job right and let someone believe in you more than you believe in you so the oh. person that is allowing you to come into their office every day clock in and if it's not in the industry that you want to be right because I believe that everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur every Mm -hmm. single person in this world if there was all entrepreneurs then we would have no workers right 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 I think that there are some people that are great just being a worker there are some people that are great being a manager some people that what will we do if there were no doctors or lawyers or whatever we need workers but if you know truly inside of yourself that you believe in yourself more than anyone I'm not going to sell myself short going to work for someone when I know that I can do it but you got to have that faith right you got to look yourself every day in the morning and say I'm going to win for me because I'm helping someone else win if I spend my time over there and I don't know any multi millionaires that work for someone unless they work with them. So my team, I have about 26 employees and what I do is I try to make sure that their dreams are coming true within my dream. So yeah. I have a graphic designer who wants to be a DJ. So any opportunities that come to me where he can be a DJ, I'm giving it to him, right? Because therefore he's no longer just coming to work. So if right. you're in an establishment where somebody believes in you, if you wake up every single day and you're looking at your bank account and you're like, I want more, I want more. You are the only person that is going to give it to you. You are the only person that's going to give it to you. You got to look at your kids. My daughter has a business. Last year, we generated $100,000 for our children's business. And I have to literally smile at myself because I remember how hard it was putting myself through college, how many loans I took out, how much I got myself into debt putting myself through college. And to know that my three-year-olds won't have to deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you got to do it for you. You got to look at the people around you and say, okay, I would rather lose for myself than lose for someone else. Because every single day, the only thing that God is not giving back, Tamar, is time. 
He can give you your health back. He can give you your wealth back. He can give you your body. He can give you every single thing back, relationships back, but he can't give you time back. So the more time that you spend putting into someone else, the more time you spend being undervalued, underappreciated is the only thing you can't get back is time. So I'm willing to give my time to myself. I'm willing to believe in myself. And even if some days are not better than others, I know that at the end of the day, I gave it to myself. I gave my all to myself because you know exactly what you experienced with TV. Yeah. People will take your time. They will waste Period. your time. Waste it. Waste your gift. They will for their waste own your benefit. They will waste your time and they will monetize off of you and they will be rich and their families and generations and generations to come will be even richer. And here you go, 80 years old, can't get a job, can't pick up anything, can't do this, can't do that because it was your time. So while you have this gift, while you have this talent, while you have this audience, while you have these people that love and care for you, you have to look yourself in the mirror every single day and be completely bold and say, I'm going to bet on myself every single day. And trust me, some days are harder than others. Maybe. A lot of days is harder than others, especially in the beginning, you know, because you have to talk yourself out of yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? In, in order to when you got to step outside of yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And Tamar, I think that what I would also suggest is getting around other people that push you. I think sometimes we get so comfortable with the friends that we have. Like I've had my best friend for 15 years. Or no friends. Or no <laughs> friends, right? Or no genuine friends. Yeah. But I got so comfortable being with my two friends and one of them of 17 years and the other one of 15 years and neither of them have more than me but they understand me right what I started to realize was like they're not yes men because they're gonna tell me when I'm wrong but they can't give me advice above the level of our friendship yeah 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 so I gotta get around some girls that are like oh you only did a hundred grand this year Uh oh girl that's what I do in a month like I had to get around girls that were like let me tell you the strategies to get 500,000 a year, a million a year, 2 million. So I think that we got to figure out. And nowadays it's so many platforms. It's so many programs. I have a program called Girl Mob. It's so many different circles that you can get in to get around those women. But I make sure if you look on my timeline, you see, I really don't go out much, but when I'm out, I'm in the presence of greatness. Okay. I'm not just going to mingle and going to hang out. Like I need to be in a room where women are like, no Skittles, you can do more than what you're doing. You can go harder than what you're going. You can show up more than what you're showing up and I feel like that's why me and you are friends because every yeah. time we have those calls I'm transparent I push you you push me I push you you push me I do yes I never knew that oh I'm, no I get oh you pour into me so much like it really do need to be like a three full time a week call for me because what I get out of our conversations the self esteem the motivation that I get it, it really is priceless and I'm being honest I'm being honest because here let's just get real real for five seconds okay like you say you you surround yourself with other boss girls and you know girls that do more than you and better than you let's talk about the truth of the matter of why we don't do that and that's because of our own self esteem that's because of our own self issues how do you get past that to be around people that are like 10 times more bossed up than you and still feel secure and confident how do you do that especially as a woman one thing about me is i 
always, and this is one reason why I believe that now I'm successfully married. I've been married before, mm. but I believe that now I'm successfully married is because I focus on my own grass. Even yeah. though I may be standing next to someone that has beautiful grass, flowers, and this, beautiful trees, and everything in her grass, and my grass got these little roses kind of leaning a little bit, I just focus on it. I think about like, wow, her grass is beautiful, but whatever tips she gives me to make my grass as beautiful as her grass, then I'm going to focus on my grass. I'm not thinking about, oh my God, her grass is so green. How did it get so green? Oh my God, what did she do? You don't know what that lady went through. You don't know what that lady endured to get her grass that way. So I think that when you're in a room with other bossed up women, you take a little bit of tips of information to water your own grass to get it to be that level of grass that she has, you know? So it doesn't matter if I'm in a room with a billionaire. I, I have a friend right now and I was talking to her the other day because I was like, oh my God, like, you know, my husband bought me these two cars and I'm so shy. I don't really like driving them. I drive my Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, what, girl? Oh my God. Like, I live in a $20 million home. I do this. Yeah. I do that. And I kind of was like, wow, like, I don't know if I could live like that because even just with what I have, I'm still so shy and still so yeah, humble, you know? I and mean, You know, I know. Yeah, like I'm still so like low key. And it made me know and trust that I'm okay being me. I'm okay being who I am. And I don't want anything else. Because I think that the biggest thing with women is we see what someone else has, but we automatically look at the value of that and not what that person went through. Oh yeah. my God, she got an amazing man. He looks great. He looks, but do you know that that lady is getting beat at night? She's getting cheated on. She's crying herself to sleep in that million dollar house with all those Birkins, with this, with that. You don't know. So I don't even worship anybody else's grass because I don't know. She could be sleeping with the lawn man. You don't know. So I like peace and I'm going to continue yes. to do what I can do to water my own grass because a lot of times we want the other person's grass right but we're not even willing to put in the work you don't see how many times she watered that grass you don't see how many times she goes and buys florals for her grass cuts it or pulls the weeds we're not ready to get in the ground and really pull those weeds up yet you wonder why you over here got dirt because you're not putting in the work that she's putting. So with me, I think that it's okay to be in a room with other successful women because I look at them and I'm like, oh, wow, it's amazing to see what she's done. Now let me do it for me. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a process to get there, Miss Mary. Yes. How did you, though, when, when you came to Atlanta with a Honda, honey, and a dream and a hope? Listen, it's a lot of competition in Atlanta, baby. Ooh, <laughs> Every other chick is bossed up or pretending to be or look the part as she is, right? Honestly, that was that was really hard because I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. So when I came, I was leaving a divorce, you know, heartbroken, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I had this t-shirt line and I was like, this t-shirt line has to work. When I get to Atlanta, it has to work. And I'm pulling up on video shoots and I'm like, dang, these girls got bins, G-Wagons, they got this, they got that, but they don't got my hustle. So I don't care what they got. I'm going to outwork everybody. And that's literally what I did. When I came to Atlanta, I was on Craigslist looking up video shoots and they would be like, oh, we're looking for video girls. They're looking at models. I would arrive to the casting and they'll be like, you want to be a video girl? No, no, no. I want to be a stylist. Do your stylist need help? I have t-shirts. I got this brand. I got da, da, da. And they always were like, I was so sweet. I was so serving. That's another thing. Serve your way to the top. Yes. That is so, that is one thing that people in this generation miss out on Man. is serving your way to the top. Every single room that I am in, I am still beneath someone in that room yes. and I will serve my way up. 
Every single room. I don't care if I'm sitting on a panel next to Michelle Obama. If she doesn't have water, I'm going somewhere to find her. Hey, Michelle, here's your water. Because more than anything, she's going to remember me. She's going to be like, oh my God, that one girl with the colorful hair. Yeah, she brought me a water. I need her. I want her in my circle. I want her in my room. So I served my way up. That's how I built the relationships that I have today. And that's how I got in so many music videos. That is how I got so many artists. Honestly, our friends like Tiny and Toya, they're bro- they broke my shirts on TV on the oh, Tiny wow. and Toya sh- show. That was the first time that my brand ever was seen globally on TV. And that is when my brand started to take off. So you got to serve your way in the rooms. I styled OMG girls. I was designing denim jackets with the fringe and the glitter for OMG girls. You know what I'm saying? How come so- I didn't know that? How come oh I did God. not know that? <laughs> What? I'm trying to keep it in the past, girl. Yes. Yes, I served my way. I did product placement wow. for Soulja Boy, product placement for Two Chains. So many artists I did product placement for. If they had yeah. a music video and they wanted their music video to be paid for, I worked with yeah. the brands to pay yeah. for their music video just to put Nouveau Vodka and buy me a drink or whatever it may be. So yeah, I was very instrumental, but at the end of the day, it was still serving. It wasn't the boss kiddos that you see now. It was, oh my God, I do this. I have these talents. How can I help you? My first internship was with Ozone Magazine. Then I went up to Vibe Magazine. So I served my way to the top. And I think that that is something that a lot of people miss. They come in the game and they want to charge you all these crazy prices. You don't have no portfolio. You have no reviews. You have no one saying your name in rooms that you shouldn't be in. But yet you want to charge people and give these people terrible work and ruin your name and ruin your brand before you even get started. So that's how longevity is built. I served my way up. And so I never feel less in any room. I never feel less because even if I have less, I know what God has for me. Come on. (laughs) All right, don't y'all go anywhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We're back into the blueprint with Brandon Guru, Miss Skittles. Listen, let me tell you something. And this is for the people who are listening. You've heard me do, I don't know how many podcasts, you know, this year. And with this series especially, and you've heard me talk to my personal friends and people who have personally influenced my life. And I think that the common denominator is what... Miss Mary just said, number one, you have to get there, you know, from your own vision and your own perseverance. Right. But you can't leave God out of it. Ain't none of these people we've been talking about been successful, said something about their mama, their daddy. They did it all themselves. They're like, oh, no, baby. Oh, no, Becky. It's nothing but the Holy Ghost. It's nothing but God. I would not be here if it wasn't for God. I know what he has for me. I know that he got, he got me. I know that I'm a king's kid. I'm putting in the work because I'm, I'm his kid and I know he got me. So you got to understand that you're not going to get here with just you, pumpkin. It ain't just you. You got to give it up. You got to give it up to him. And that's that bottom line because it's all him. It ain't you. You a vessel. Yo, yo, yo. Let me let me tell you my little testimony. Okay. And this on, is when it. I knew. Like, you know when you believe in God, like in high mm-hmm. school, you're like, I believe in God. I grew up with minister parents. So Of course. I know. I know about God. You know? God. Of course. Yeah, let yes, me pray. Me too, uh, so I understand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But when you know he's real, it's different. It is different, Tamar. Like I know, sis. Yo. Okay, so I built a multi-million dollar 
business. It was worth $2.4 million. I partnered with investors. I was so excited. My brand was supposed to be in Forever 21. I had all of these things going on. I moved from Atlanta to a Times Square um, office. My penthouse is overlooking Central Park. I thought that life was about, I bought a G-Wagon cash, went from a (laughs) Honda to a G-Wagon, like, oh, my life is about to be lit, honey. So six months, I am busting my behind for this company. Because if anybody knows anything about partnering with investors, you really become a worker for the business. You no longer own the business. I don't Mm -hmm. care what CEO title you hold, how many shares in the company. You are a worker for the business, the the investors, and the shareholders, period, right? So I'm busting my butt and I'm not feeling well. I'm like, I'm telling my husband every day, this is before he was my husband. I'm like, babe, oh my God, I'm not really feeling these guys, I think that they're going to do bad with my brand. And all of a sudden they start firing all of the other companies, CEOs. And I'm literally the last on the list, the highest paid person, the youngest person and only female. So I was like, if this is not baking, hanging from a stick, like waiting for an animal to come eat it. I don't know yeah. what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I already knew that I was next up and I started preparing myself mentally, but no one can really prepare themselves to walk into an office one day and they literally tell you, we no longer need you here. We own your company now. And wow. that is what happened. I walked into the office one day thinking I was going to a trade show. I had my little dog. I had my luggage. And they said, oh, you bring your luggage for the trade show. I said, yes, I'm waiting for the flights. And they said, actually, we canceled the flights. We no longer need you at this company. Yes. What? Cupcake Mafia. We no longer need you at Cupcake Mafia. We are going to own this company. You will continue to make a percentage, your ownership percentage in the company, whether we sell it, whether we get rid of it, whether we sell the inventory. Sorry, you will continue to own your percentage, but we no longer need you here. You cannot log into your emails. You cannot what? log into your website. You cannot. And actually, the suitcase that you brought to go to the trade show, pack up your desk. Yes. Yes. What? Yes. Tamar. Yes. 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 From your company, something that you started, you created your vision. My vision, my business, my brand, my idea, my building the business on to $2.4 million, all of that. They took it right from me and said, please don't use our logos. Please don't use anything, anything. Yes, 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 yes. Tamar, I walked out of that office, packed up my desk, walked out of that office speechless. I went to a soup shop across the street and I called... My boyfriend, now husband at the time, and he says, I'm going to get you a flight because I just need to get you a hug, give you a hug. Come to Atlanta. I got to Atlanta and I said, what do I do? What do I do? I have $18,000 in my account. When I signed with them, I had over $100,000 in my account. What do I do? I have this $4,000 apartment in New York overlooking Central Park. What do I do? I don't know anybody in New York. Who's going to hire me? How do I start over? These are all the thoughts that I'm thinking in my head, right? This is when you know that God is real, right? (laughs) This is the first time when I had nothing, literally from something to nothing. I got on my knees in in my store in Atlanta. It's two stories. So it's work at the bottom and could be live at the top. It's an apartment okay. at the top, but I've never lived there. I only had it for my offices, right? So I went in the office and I prayed and I'm like, God, I like, hello, do you exist? What yeah. is going on? Like, yeah. did I forsake you? What is happening in my life? Like, hello, can we have a real yeah. conversation here? Like, yeah, for real. And I literally heard him say, it will be okay. It will be okay. I heard him say, it will be okay. And meanwhile, I'm like, 
Hello, did you just? What you mean it's say- gonna be okay? I done lost everything. <laughs> it's not okay now, Lord. It what is you talking about? Not okay. Yeah. I literally made a decision that with everything in me, with every single dollar that I had left to my name, I was gonna fight back. Every single dollar. I Google every single. So if you guys want to know a similar story, you can look up the Steve Jobs story. It's very similar. So he partnered Apple or Mac, or you know Mac with investors and got fired from the business. So it's very, very similar. If you look at the details, if you look at Dave Chappelle, he partnered with investors for his show and then it got sold and he didn't own it anymore. So that's a very, very similar stories to my story, right? So I looked up everything and I said, I'm going to fight. I don't care if I don't win with every single cent, with every single dollar, with my soul, I am going to fight for my business back. So I went to New York. I literally packed up all of my things. I had one of my friends drive a U-Haul with all of my personal things. I left my furniture there. I started an Airbnb business, right? Wow. I'm like, my Airbnb business can cover the rent at least because I couldn't get out of the lease. So I'm like, at least it'll cover the the rent. So I started Airbnb business with my interns that I had that was working for my office. They said, if you're not there, I'm not going to be there. And I didn't want to fire them. So I gave them work with this Airbnb. Meanwhile, I have this store in Atlanta that's barely performing, trying to get it back up and going. I'm thinking of other ideas. I created another business called Girl Gang, and that started to take off. It started to spiral, like go big. Then I'm like, okay, what else can I be doing? Because I need to make more money. Like, my lawyer is $10,000 a month on retainer. Like, what if you gonna see me in Magic City in a minute, God? If you don't yeah. start showing up, and come showing on, Lord. Where you where you at, Pooh? You know, <laughs> seriously. And I talked to my one friend, and this is why I really encourage women to stick together and support mm-hmm. each other. Because more than anything, I spoke to my one friend, Alex, my best friend, and she is like bossed up. She sold a company. She's been on Forbes. She knows, you know, she's. A, a tech guru. And I spoke to her and I'm like, Alice, I have nothing. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to be faking it on Instagram. Like, yes, yeah. I drive a G-Wagon, but I sleep on an airbed at night. Like yeah. above my retail store and my employees don't know because I leave at eight o'clock and I sit in the parking deck and I act like I left and I leave when they leave and I go back and sleep on my airbed and I wake up every single morning at 8 a.m. before they come in and I Febreze to make sure that they don't know that I'm actually living here. Like, what do I do? I'm at ground zero. What do I do? And she said, Skittles, did you build a multi-million dollar business? I said, Alice, yes, you know that. She said, build another one. Period. (laughs) Build another one. You did it. You know what you it took for you to get there. You knew what marketing, you knew what influencers, you knew what relationships. And that's a thing. A lot of times we do something right. And we're very successful and we jump on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, not realizing that the most millionaires and billionaires that we follow, they're following the same recipe, same formula every single time to make another million dollar business, another billion dollar business. So Jeff Bezos with Amazon could do it 10 times over and name it 10 different things because he's built it once. So once she told me that a light bulb popped on in my head, I'm like, yeah, I built my multi-million dollar business. One, I can help other people build their multi-million dollar businesses using yes, the resources and information that I have 
Two, I could start another business called Girl Mob because it has the same initiatives as Cupcake Mafia and rebuild that. And then I could build another Airbnb business because now we're generating over $30,000 a month from an Airbnb that I left in New York. Out of desperation, I could get an Airbnb here and do the same thing, right? So all I cared about, I didn't care about living on Airbnb. People are like, you had the money. Why didn't you get an apartment? Why? At the end of the day, as long as I'm happy and my man is happy, I'm willing to go through the sacrifices to build up my next level because I went from an airbed to a multi-million dollar home. I went from an airbed to a factory, owning my own factory in China. I went from an airbed to managing B. Simone. I went from an airbed to opening up an Airbnb empire. Me and my husband now have over 40 Airbnbs in Atlanta. What? And at that moment, Tamar, that's when I knew God was real, right? Yeah. Because he told you it was going to be all right. But not only did he tell me, he showed me and he moved the people out the way that he didn't want to bless. So guess what? Guess what, (laughs) It literally took me. Being fired from my company, right? Listen, listen. This, this is this is my testimony right here. Okay, okay it's blessing me still. This I mean. is my testimony. I went to New York. I learned how to grow a multi-million-dollar clothing business in six months. I learned about tech packs. I learned about operating in China. I learned out where the factory was in China. I learned out where you go, how to speak to them. Your your operating hours. I prepped myself because with this company, I had to start working um in the middle of the night because china you know it's 12 hour difference so i had to learn to program myself to be up at 2 a.m when it's 2 p.m their time i wouldn't have done that on my own i wouldn't have created that mindset on my own i wouldn't have created that work ethic on my own so i had to go through that for six months learn the boss that i didn't want to be because i realized how they treated me right so i learned out how i wanted to be to my staff i learned the work environment that i wanted to create from my staff in their work environment for six months he's like listen you're gonna lose money you going to school you don't do nothing with your degree you lost money so he yeah. gave me Oof. six months Woo. he Woo, gave you me preaching to somebody who need to hear this baby what he okay. gave me six months to learn mm-hmm. everything that i needed to learn about this fashion business right i get fired from my company he make pushes me to be on my own i go to china i find a partner over there he's like i'm selling my factory i'm like if i gave these men that don't look like me $30,000 to quote unquote open a factory in China. Why wouldn't I partner with this other man? Right. In a whole nother country. He was like, I will take you. We could go get cameras. We can get the locks changed. I'll set up your payroll systems with the bank. I need a partner that's in America. We partnered on my factory. I own my factory in China. I started wow. with 30 employees. I have 130 employees right now. Wow. I will see. Tamar, <laughs> I will show you the pictures of before and after just so you can know. But that's God moving people out the way. Listen, I got fired. Let me tell you the reason why they fired me. So I brought a deal to them and I said, I want to create a lower tier brand for City Trends. It's an urban company. It's pouring into the urban communities and I want to create an urban brand for them. I had a lot of young influencers like OMG girls and other girls that would have been able to help me market the brand. So we sat down with meetings with City Trends. They wanted to place a million dollar deal with City Trends and they told me no. 
They said, we want to sell Cupcake Mafia to City Trends. And I said, no, this is my bread and butter. This is the brand that I built up. I don't want to sell that to City Trends. I want to create two different companies. One can be a City Trends company. The Cupcake Mafia can be in Saks and all the streetwear stores and wherever. They said no. And because they felt like I was disobeying them or because they felt like I was difficult or because they felt like I was giving them pushback, they fired me from my company. But let me tell you, God, God will move people out of your way. Yes. He didn't want me to have a factory in China with them. He moved me out the way. I have my own factory. He didn't want them to be involved in the City Trends deal. He moved them out the way. I have a $1.4 million deal with City Trends still today. Six years later, I still get residual checks in the mail every two weeks from City Trends. God will move people out of your way. Sometimes we holding on to people and that's why our blessings are being held up. I could have held on to that company. I could have been like, okay, whatever you guys want to do with Cupcake Mafia is fine. Okay, okay, okay. No, we're holding on to people and it's baggage on your runway so your plane can't land. Can't take it off. It's in the way. It's in the way. It is Okay, we got to jump into this takeaway because I'm telling you, I can talk, you know I can talk to you for hours and hours and hours. Oh my God, that blessed me. You know, me and one of my other friends was saying the other day, what God doesn't like, he destroys. Yes. Good night. Goodbye. I've seen enough. I can't, I'm tired of seeing you in this in this predicament. I'm trying to bless you. I'm trying Ooh, to child. elevate you. And you just let and he'll walk away. Let me know when you're ready. I'll be over here. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. You sure? And, yep. This what you want to do? Because I done tried to move them before and you done held them tight. You done bought them back. Like, okay, well, then I'm over here when you're ready. And then next thing you know, when the walls come tumbling down, you're like, no, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> Like, are you sure you are you are you finished this time? Are you sure? A hundred percent. Are you done? Are you finished or are you done? A hundred percent. Not not are you finished. I'm gonna make it so bad that you don't go back. You can't. He destroyed it. It's over. It's Goodbye. Over. It's over. So you gotta you gotta let things go and you gotta let people go and you gotta know when you're tired. Sometimes you get tired of being tired. And once you're tired of being tired, that's when you will elevate. Listen, let me tell you, I'm just going to keep it a thousand because, you know, we got to go. But we usually do this part in the show because you have you just completely demolished the blueprint. Like, it's just, <laughs> who do you talk to after this? Like, if you don't go get your life together, if you don't go sign up for Skittles classes, if you don't go and elevate yourself, you're missing out. This is like such a like a huge blessing for the people who are listening and, and also for me to get my life together because I'm so scared to bet on myself. I'm so scared to use the things that God has given me to bet on him. But, but Tamar, really you, you got to think that you are living proof. Yeah. In nine days, we created a brand. You formulated it. We packaged it. You labeled it. You have and hundreds, it works. You have hundreds of reviews, hundreds yeah. of people begging for it and over six figures in a month. Yeah. So that should just go and tell you, like, I got to believe in me. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's what the people want. That's what the people want. And everybody that's, that's listening, me. everybody that's listening, please believe in yourself. Bet on yourself and understand, like, you got it. God made you for a reason. The people that is no longer, he don't need on earth no more, he take away. 
So every single day that you wake up and you blow breath and you can inhale and exhale, God has you here for a reason and you got to figure out what that reason is. Well, I think that's the biggest takeaway, believing yourself. And I think for me, you know, something that you said that I think that I'm going to write on a post-it and put it on my wall of wins, stick with the formula. It works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, this Mary, everybody Skittles. Y'all go, I'm telling you, go, go get your life. Go look up. She Get your where, where, can they find, where can they find you at Skittles? You guys can find me on Instagram at Miss Skittles, M-Z-S-K-I-T-T-L-E-Z, and MissSkittles.com. And definitely sign up for Girl Mob, y'all. Girl Mob is amazing. It's G-U-R-L-M-O-B-B. Sign up for Girl Mob. Like It's women that are winning in that platform and that are willing to give you all the information. So, yeah. yes. Thank you, Tamar. Now, if that conversation didn't motivate you to start putting some of your ideas into action, then I don't know what will, y'all. Listen, I done got serious about my life after this conversation. Now, if you waited for someone to rescue you, honey, I'm going to tell you right here, right now, they ain't coming, okay? You have to take responsibility for your own rescue. Ooh, I'm about to tear the sheet rock off this place because that's the word. Stop waiting on Captain Saver, you know what I'm saying. All right. Don't wait on no Captain Saver. All right. God has provided you with everything you need to survive and thrive. And whatever he hasn't provided yet, when the time is right, you will have that too. But you got to put in the work. This conversation has blessed my whole spirit, y'all, because at times we all need encouragement. And that's why under construction is so powerful and successful. (laughs) Well, let's revisit our affirmation for the week so it can be super fresh in our hearts. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. (laughs) Amen and amen. Well, after that, I ain't got nothing else for y'all. I mean, what else is there to say? Alright? Look, don't forget to hit your girl up on Cameo if you like a special video message, whether it's a motivational speech, you know, to you becoming a new mom, happy birthday shout out, or even just a regular video recording of this week's affirmation. Just visit your girl at Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton. And of course, if you want to hit me with a question or comment about the show, you can email your girl at youseewithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters youseewithtamar at gmail.com. And listen, if no one else have told you today, remember that I love you and I truly mean it because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mosauce, a Stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavis. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company. More Sauce.